By now you've heard the case of Father Altman. If somehow you've not been privy to this story, Father Altman released a viral video where he says Catholics cannot be part of the coterie of Moloch. He said it in more normie-friendly terms, but it's the same thing. For his words, he earned the ire of Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church, who put on his Twitter an invitation for people to contact Father Altman's bishop, which his bridge-building Molochians happily did, resulting in the bishop in question releasing a statement saying that he agreed with Father Altman in spirit but disagreed with his tone, and that he would fraternally correct him in private. Yes, tone. That's what we've become. The truth must take a backseat to the niceties of this age of sensitivities, resulting in the pastor jimmies of the world continuing to push heterodoxy. There are forces at work within the church who do not understand the frustration of many Catholics today. The frustration of having heterodoxy passed off as orthodoxy, the frustration of modernism being preached as the traditional faith, and the frustration of the mechanics of the world being permitted to continue their work of, the, of their father below and the frustration of Catholics observing a lack of bravery from our leaders, our shepherds, who should lead us in this world. Yes, Catholics are frustrated, and there is good reason for it, yet some don't understand that. So today let's talk about Father Altman and see if we can help those who speak on behalf of the hierarchy understand why so many of the faithful don't understand why we're frustrated. At the core of this is the issue of bravery. Young priests of a traditional bent appear to have it, and many bishops don't. What courage are these priests displaying? The willingness to teach their flock what must be taught, even if it's unpopular. Father Altman told the truth in a video that went viral online, resulting in a lot of attention coming to his words being given by Catholic outlets and even secular outlets. Yes, I've seen secular stories on this. That story really took off, and as a consequence, it got the attention of everyone's favorite architect for the ape of the church, Pastor Jimmy Martin, who took to Twitter and told his rather considerable audience that Father Altman was not right, that Catholics can be part of the coterie of Moloch, and everything will be just hunky-dory. That should be on its face nonsense, but the sentiment is echoed by many of the faithful on social media more broadly, especially in the comments sections of articles posted online about Father Altman, with the faithful basically saying that the Church has no right to make these kinds of demands. The implications of that are something people should rather think about carefully, but a better question is, how did we get here? How did we get to a place where a priest says, frankly, something that every priest should be saying, and they receive adulation for it? It's really strange. Honestly, Father Altman's words should not have gotten this much attention, because we should be hearing this stuff all the time. Simply put, after years of seeing our bishops play nice with the coterie of Moloch, the laity are kind of tired of this. We're tired of the hardest things the church teaches being ignored by the bishops in cases like this. You probably heard that Father Altman's words earned a response from his bishop. First, he says that Father Altman was confronting issues that are an undeniable truth in the light of the gospel. The statement from the bishop makes it sound like he actually agrees with Father Altman's assessment, which then goes to an underlying issue I'll talk about in a moment, but let's hear from Bishop Callahan. Here is what the bishop will be doing and probably has done by now. Quote, I am applying gospel principles to the correction of Father Altman. If your brother does something wrong to you, go to him. Talk alone to him and tell him what he has done. If he listens to you, you have kept your brother as a friend. But if he does not listen to you, take one or two others with you to talk to him. 
See the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 15 to 16. I have begun this process, not in the bright light of the public arena, but as the gospel dictates, in private. He told, he told uh, the public in a statement released on the 9th of September, end quote. We'll get back to Bishop Callahan in a second, and I used a version of this that came from a the blog of a permanent deacon. Uh, you can read the whole thing in the sources blog if you want. There's a link to all my sources, as usual. The sources blog is at returntotradition.org. But anyway, there's something worth pointing out here. It should be obvious. If your brother does something wrong to you... Hmm. While some of the statements made by the bishop here regarding the gospel truth make it sound like he agrees with the priest, the statement sort of makes it sound like he's taking the words of the priest a bit personally. Maybe I'm reading too much into this, but that is an odd use of the gospel for fraternal correction. Clearly the bishop knows he has a touchy situation that he has to deal with. But listen to the rest of the important part of the statement here. What does this sound like to you? Quoting Bishop Callahan some more. Quote, Most people expect a decisive move from me, one way or another. Many suggest immediate penalties that will utterly silence him. Others call for complete and unwavering support of his views. Canonical penalties are not far away if my attempts at fraternal correction do not work. I pray that Father Altman's heart and eyes might be open to the error of his ways, and that he might take steps to correct his behavior, and heal the wound he has inflicted on the body of Christ. Pray for me as I address this issue, and pray for Father Altman that he might hear and respond to my fraternal correction. Finally, please pray for the Church that we might seek the truth and charity and apply it in our daily actions. End quote. Wow. I am genuinely curious as to how a priest telling the truth has brought harm to the Church. Some and Someone enlighten me, please, because what the priest said needed to be said. We are expected to behave in a certain way, and that isn't merely in the private sphere of life. Living the faith requires us to, well, live the faith in all aspects of our lives. That extends well beyond the parish walls on Sundays when we go to Mass. As a consequence of this, of course, Father Altman's Sunday traditional Latin Mass was packed. I've heard from numerous listeners that they made the drive or were already members of his parish community and that his mass was packed to capacity, with many new faces making the drive to see and hear this priest, who has the courage to tell the truth. Now, why do you think that is? It's almost as if there is a distinct lack of courage today. Instead, we get safe homilies on safe subjects that won't activate anyone's conscience, but it will fulfill the requirement of vaguely teaching the gospel for the Sunday as long as it fulfills the requirement that everyone be accompanied. As we watch this issue continue unfold, remember, Father Altman needs your support, and that begins with praying for him to weather this storm. But do you know who else needs your prayers? Bishop Callahan. Yes, his bishop needs your prayers because it does sound like he wants to agree with the priest here. He should agree with him, and he should back him up on this. Bishop Strickland of Tyler, Texas, agrees with him and has said as much publicly. What we need are brave bishops who will remember that our Lord told us not to be afraid and that they need to remember St. Paul, who didn't worry about his tone when he offered correction to the communities of the faithful in his time. So too should it be today, where the truth, the hard truth, prevails. So please pray for both Father Altman and Bishop Callahan, and remember this, St. Louis de Montfort and uh, Padre St. Pio were once silenced by prelates to the dismay of the faithful. We should also pray that the truth and fairness too prevail, and it will. So again, please pray for this priest and for his bishop, that the priest will be able to continue speaking the truth, and that the bishop will defend him 
the way others have, and that he will himself speak the truth. Thanks for your time today, and thanks for your support of this channel. It is appreciated. If you liked what you heard here, share this, please, because it does help a lot. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.